On September 17th, PBS began airing Ken Burns' much-anticipated 10-part, 18-hour series on the Vietnam War. During the height of the Vietnam War, my wife Anita and I were at Kent State University amid a swirl of anti-war demonstrations. On May 4, 1970, less than a year after I finished my Ph.D. and took a teaching position at Southern Illinois University, four Kent State students were shot and killed by the Ohio National Guard during a protest against the war. The students died just yards away from the building where I had taken and taught courses and defended my dissertation. In late 1970, just months after the killings at Kent State, Pittsburgh Pirates broadcaster Bob Prince invited Pirate slugger Willie Stargell and his teammate Mudcat Grant to join him on a USO-sponsored tour of military hospitals in South Vietnam. Atlanta Brave Phil Necro and Baltimore Orioles Eddie Watt and Merv Rettman also took part in the tour. After the trip, Stargell said that his life would never be the same. When Willie Stargell began his big league career in the 1960s, his lack of discipline and his problems with his weight had pirate officials wondering if Stargell, even with his great talent, had the commitment to become a great player. All that began to change when Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated just before the beginning of the 1968 season. After the Reverend King's death, Stargell felt that he should do more for the African-American community and became a volunteer in Pittsburgh's War on Poverty program. In a 1968 Sporting News interview, he said that he became more involved when he asked African-American teenagers why they dropped out of school. They told him they couldn't go to class because they were hungry. While the Reverend King's tragic death motivated Stargell to reach out to the African-American community, his trip to Vietnam two years later had such a powerful impact on his life that he described the trip in his memoir as devastating. The first time he visited a hospital and saw soldiers who had lost limbs or were suffering from severe burns, he broke down in tears. He also became aware of the suffering of the Vietnamese people. Mutcad Grant remembered Stargell late at night staring out of their hotel room window at women huddled with their children in the street below and telling him, makes you think, I'll never complain again. At the end of the Vietnam tour, Bob Prince noticed a change in Willie Stargell. Willie's attitude was always good, but now it's even better. I think what he saw over there built up his resolution. Stargell's new resolve was a catalyst for his outstanding season in 1971 in which he led the Pirates to the World Series. He also came back from Vietnam with a renewed commitment to the African-American community. After discovering that his daughter Wendy and his teammate Doc Ellis had the sickle cell anemia trait, he founded the Black Athletes Foundation for Sickle Cell Research. His annual bowling tournament became a major charity event and attracted Super Bowl and World Series celebrities. At the end of the 1973 season, Stargell received the Roberto Clemente Award presented to the player who best exemplifies the game of baseball on and off the field. In 1974, he received the Lou Gehrig Award, and in 1977, a Brian Piccolo Award for his humanitarian efforts. After leading the Pirates to the 1979 World Series Championship, Willie Stargell, now affectionately known as Pops, was named the co-recipient of the National League MVP Award. While the award was the high point of his career, Stargell received perhaps his greatest honor just after he retired when he was asked to narrate a text taken from the speeches of Martin Luther King for New Morning for the World by Pulitzer Prize winning composer 
Joseph Schwatner. In the Washington Post review of the January 12, 1983 premiere of New Morning for the World at the Kennedy Center, Jane Levy wrote that while most players squander their reputation, along comes Willie Stargell in his white tie and tails, standing before a 109-piece orchestra and speaking the words of Martin Luther King on the 54th anniversary of the latter's birth. Five years later, on January 12, 1988, Stargell received a phone call telling him that he had been elected to the Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. On July 31st, in his induction speech, he asked members of his family, including his five children, to stand up. He then went on to express his gratitude to his Pirates family, especially the late Roberto Clemente. His last words, however, were for his Pittsburgh family, the fans who supported him, and the young people who dream of their own greatness. He wanted them to know, looking back on his own life, that they could. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.